week in ether land 90 day fiance land t jones land welcome back everyone season nine episode nine how about that bookend niners yeah the couples are knee deep in the og 90 day og t jones neck deep in it all still trudging through this season coming up on halfway through i think uh (laughs) starting to get interesting on some and kind of boring on the others but i'll try to stay with the interesting interesting stuff what do you say folks all right we'll start with the uh guy everyone loves to hate and for good reason Bilal, stand up raise your hand back there son that's you you know we're coming at you oh but he just starts so sweet doesn't he oh yeah you smell so good honey yeah First thing in the morning, and I can just smell that wonderful aroma. up with a nice little compliment there yeah you smell good honey but you know she ain't really thinking about that she wants to have that child conversation but then she's a little too scared to bring it up so she's not gonna bring it up so she's just gonna kind of let it slide for now she says and uh, nah, i ain't ready to have that yet you know he's a little too temperamental right now so i think i'll just kind of wait for a better time I don't know when it's going to be, but anytime's better than now because I'm not feeling it right now. So she's going to let it slide for now. Uh, she pours herself some coffee and she's leaning over the sink to <laughs> make sure she doesn't spill it because she knows if she spills any, he's going to have a shit fit. Yeah, you can drink coffee anywhere in the house, okay? You don't have to drink it over the sink. And she leans even farther over the sink. Man, she ain't even going to go there. She's staying right where she's at. <laughs> You're OCD there, dude. It's just, you know, that's what it is. He's going, no, I'm not obsessive, compulsive. I have no disorder. I just, just pick up your drawers, okay? Yeah, he tells, she says he's uptight. He needs to loosen up. Anyway, they put their best on and go to church to meet his community. And she's nervous as hell. She's met so many already and it ain't going all that great. And, you know, she's trying to make a good impression, but he's making it fucking difficult at every turn. So, you know, they go there and uh, on the way, she's thinking about it. And God, I just want to make a good impression, like I said, you know, because, you know, especially meeting his ex, you know. I mean, if I meet her and it goes bad, that's going to have some kind of a bad effect on the kids and that's going to affect... My relationship with Bilal, it's bound to. So they're in the car and they're on the way and she's shaking. She's so scared. And he's telling her, to just cool it. You'll be fine. I can relate, you know, but she doesn't hear that. She hears a lecture, a lecture and she brings 
that point up and that irritates them. They're, Look, I was just trying to tell you that I can relate. I wasn't trying to lecture you, but that's all she hears from the guy now because he's very lecture prone, as we can see. And uh, so he's kind of put himself in that corner. So don't blame her if she hears a lecture every time you open your big mouth. But I'm nervous. Okay, but you don't have to be nervous. Just get that booger out of your nose. <laughs> you know, the one with all the hair and mold growing. I mean, he just laid it in, man. Get the, well, How did he put it? Oh, yeah, he did, he did uh, what was it, some Will Smith ease, right? How did he go? Get that booger out your nose. <laughs> out your, get that booger out your nose. Yeah, real Will, Will Smith-like there. Way to go there, guys. Way to emulate. <laughs> Yeah, well, look there, there, smart guy. You got a chive in your teeth. Ha ha. She slaps him on the back of the head and he's like, whoa, ho, ho, ho. What the hell? We don't, uh, homie, don't play that, okay? And uh, <laughs> she leans over and grabs at his chin like three times at his beard, whatever. And he's like fending her off like, what? Lady, get your hand out of my face. You ever have people put their hands in your face? There's a term that's been around probably about a few decades. Get out of my face. It's not out any out there for no reason, okay? And there's no accident that phrase has become popular. Well, she's keeping it popular because she won't keep her hands out of his face. And he's getting pissed off. He says, look, man, you're going to be taking a fuck. You're going to be hitchhiking home, bitch. You don't fucking, you know calm your fucking jets and watch where you're putting your fucking hands damn it oh yeah of course keep your hands to yourself that's what she's saying but she didn't hear that man she's still in a playful mood she's still playing and she doesn't realize that he ain't playing <laughs> Okay, well, maybe she shouldn't realize that because, uh, well, lo and behold, what does she do? She reaches over there and gives him a, a, a definite whack on the back of the head just to get his attention in case she thinks she didn't have his attention already. Screech! Pulls over, gets out of the car, walks around a little while, give her a little, uh, something to think about, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh you know. I don't know. I, I think he was just blowing smoke. He wasn't just actually going to leave her on the side of the highway. That wouldn't have been very nice, especially on a camera. If the cameras weren't there, goddamn, he might have just done it, you know? He seemed like he was pretty pissed off. You're a violent lady. I was just playing. Oh, God! That's funny. Uh, the Muslim lady, instead of when she's exasperated, saying, God, instead of Allah! <laughs> Allah, damn it! <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll leave them in the debris while we go to Miona and debris. I, no, debris, not debris. Mom's the damn debris in this episode. She really pissed me off. Okay, debris, debris, damn it. <laughs> debris, he takes off for the day and uh, Miona's bored. She's poking around in her room doing whatever and in comes mom. And mom's got something in mind. But she kind of beats around the bush to get there, as we all can see. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, let, let's go show you how to uh, go do the laundry. <clears throat> well, yeah, sure. 
yeah, mom really wants to teach her how to do laundry. Well, actually, mom wants to see, uh, find something in the line of clothing that she could bitch about. Didn't take her long. I mean, my, my, what, was, what was it, the second item that Mion grabbed out of her bag? And, oh, oh my goodness, what is that? Is that a, a, a something for your hair? <laughs> is that like a headband or something? No, oh, a wristband. Not, not, what? A top? A shirt, you say? Uh, really? Hmm. Gosh, that's uh, problematic, Miona. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you're living here and you really, you know, it's not that I don't like your clothes, you know. I mean, you just can't wear that shit around here in front of my husband, Brian. Well, really, what's Brian's problem? I mean, if, <laughs> if I'm thinking about it rationally, and I'm Mahala, Mom Mahala, we'll call her. I'm thinking, God, how can I uh, get more sex at night from my husband, Brian? Yeah, if he goes to bed with a heart on, hmm, yeah, that'll work. Go buy, uh, what's her name, some lingerie and let her prance around the house in lingerie, damn it. I mean, jeez, if that makes Brian all swing city every night when he goes to bed, Mahala, what the fuck you bitching about, lady? What a dumbass. Oh, you can't wear that, you know, and of course, me honest feeling judged. Fuck, I'm just watching it, and I'm feeling judged, for God's sakes. I mean, a mom is annoying as fuck, okay? You see, folks around here, they don't wear shirts that little, you see, or they don't dress like a, what, a neon sign in Las Vegas. You see what I'm saying? When you dress like a whore, oh God. no one loves you anymore. I love you, honey. Not even daddy could adore. Brian really loves you. When you dress like a whore. <laughs> That's what we're talking about, you fucking mom holla. Mom holla. Mom, shut the fuck up. God damn, man. I mean, how rude. Goes in there, you know, just fucking basically ambushes the poor girl into fucking, uh, bringing up the fucking clothes situation and what you can and cannot wear. You know, folks around here, like I said, folks around here don't wear weird clothes. Oh, is that right, honey? How, how about your son? What the fuck does he look like when he's walking around town? He fucking looks like a goddamn four-way fucking flashing light. Get out of here, man. Oh, nobody wears weird clothes in South fuck, oh, Dakota. What rapid Fuck, uh, fuckville. Oh no, but my fucking son dresses like a goddamn Christmas tree in the middle of the fucking summer. Okay, so you know, go go figure, right? God, she's gonna have to adjust, you know, her her dress in the home. You know, it's not. I don't, you know, you don't need to change your clothes. Okay, just change your clothes. All right, that's all. You have to respect, you know the home here and she's saying yeah i live here i gotta respect the home but she's pushing me away it's gonna make me want to get out of here all that much faster well yeah no shit hell i want <laughs> i want kind of want to help her move myself to put up with that shit i mean mom was just fucking way out of line and she just irritated the living crap out of me and same with jabri man mom what are you doing? Can you please give me a break? I mean, serious, mom. There's mom. Shut up. <laughs> that was mom. The the one barking. Okay. <laughs> oh God, mom, shut the fuck up.
I mean, she not she did. What good did she do with that fucking speech? Did no good whatsoever. And poor Jabri here, I finally feel sorry for him. But then again, I don't, you know, because he's he's simply paying a price that one pays when you bring your honey over here and you move in with mommy. Okay, this is the kind of shit you got to put up with. You got to put up with mommy fucking dressing out, dressing your honey down, and then you got to fucking put up with mommy dressing you down. Not even about the way you dress, but the way your damn honey dresses. For God's sakes! Oh God, I just want to fucking know. Oh God, I don't know. I just have to know. Mom holla again. I just have to know that she's not going to expect others to do the work just because she goes around showing her tits. I have to know that. Why, Mom? Why do you have to know that? What the fuck do you need to know that for? I want to know why you need to know that. What the fuck is it so such a big deal that you have to fucking know that? You're not marrying a fucking girl. You're not spending the rest of your fucking life with her. Okay? She'll be your daughter-in-law. Okay, well, that's a fucking, that's where it fucking stops right there. You don't tell people, and you don't tell your daughter-in-law how to fucking dress or how to act or how to talk, Okay? Shit, you're lucky she doesn't go prance around that house in fucking lingerie. If I was her, I'd go, I'd run right in there and put on a fucking stockings and a fucking push-up and fucking come out and start doing yoga. God damn it, Mahala. Shut the fuck up. Ugh. Alrighty, now, next up, third in line is Binium and Ariella. Oh, poor Ariella. Did you see the, her face, all that pressure on her face, that poor girl? She can't take it. Oh, my God. She's going to get cut off by the Bank of Fred. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, I think I'm kidding you. You really think Fred's going to cut them off? Well, anyway, just the mere thought of Janice saying, yeah, we're going to cut you guys off, and you're going to have to start paying. Well, that's... Uh... Too much pressure. <laughs> Too much pressure. Is that right, Ari? What are you? What is that you say? Too much pressure. Well, what, what do you mean by that? What is, huh? Pre what pressure? What? Thing everybody else faces? Every month in our life out here, we face having to pay these bills every month. They never fail to hit our mailbox. And you've never paid one in your life. And you're over there crying, saying that. much pressure for Ari. Ari, are you fucking kidding me? She corners Binium. He's trying to have the best day of his life. They go to New York City. Well, after they... Oh, I forgot to mention the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> she makes him some American coffee. Okay. Uh, Folgers, you know, good to the last drop, right? You know, best part of waking up. Is Sanka in your cup if you're a Mormon? No, nobody gets that joke. I don't even get that joke anymore anyway. <laughs> she d dials him up a cup of coffee and he sips on that and says, Ah, oh, hot water. Nice. I guess they drink mud in Ethiopia. That's what I heard. They make the coffee on the street there and it's like mud. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You want a little bit of uh, water with your coffee? Grounds? <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, she tells... Uh, I, I'm glad you're not feeling the pressure there, Benny, but I sure am, because Mom says we got to pay. 
I mean, you like the apartment, yeah? Oh, yeah, I love the apartment. Yeah, well, we got to start paying for it now. What about that? You, now do you still like it? Well, you know, we can just, you know, if we can't afford this one, we'll just get a one-bedroom. Dude, she signed a one-year lease, okay? Yeah, but it, it's it's good thing we have uh, we have beautiful, rich family. You know, I mean, whatever feeling we have, we can ask them, like, so meeting, meet the thing that, that you know, like we do in my culture, you know, and... I don't know, you know, what your culture is like. My parents, you know, they help me more than most, and it's still not easy. Well, Ari, uh, welcome to uh, life, honey, okay? It's called fucking life, all right? You call it. What do you call it? Yeah. <laughs> the poor little girl. <clears throat> Stressed out about the financials. And, uh... Benny, I'm saying. Now she's taking it out on me. And she gets angry at every little small thing. And uh, all it does is ruin my day. So, you know, especially this first day, he goes, you know, they go to New York City. And he didn't want no fucking pressure. He just wants to go to New York City and have a good fucking time. You know, and all she's thinking about, what am I going to do for, what am I, how am I going to fucking pay these bills? What am I going to do? I got to get a job. He can't work. What the fuck am I going to do? Oh, shit. right, honey. <laughs> what do you do for honey, money, honey? What do you do for kicks? How do you get your licks? Anyway, uh, Minium, he's feeling pretty licked right now because <laughs> she can't calm down. She can't think of nothing else. She can't talk about nothing else. He wants to hear about anything else but that. But that's all she has to offer. She's totally stressed out. He's in New York City. He's, you know, he's dancing on the subway. He's dancing in the street. He's probably got a new song in his head already. He's looking at the skyscrapers. He's totally amazed at NYC. It's first time there. Yeah, man. I'm going to buy you a house. <laughs> yeah, right. You're going to buy me. These are million. I mean, I just showed you the how homes and where we live now. And those are already a million dollars. And you're going to buy me a house here? Are you freaking kidding me, dude? Come on, man. Don't give me that crap. I will buy you. A Tesla. Yeah. With the white picket fence, you know, and all that stuff. All right. Yeah. Welcome to life, Ari. Welcome to what the rest of us out here face, you know, pretty much every day of our life, okay? You face it the first day of your life and you're freaking having a cow. You know, I, all this was possible because of me. Me and Fred. So, take that, Benium. You better be good to Fred. Because, you know, if it weren't for Fred, we'd be dead. Right now, we're just dead in the head. Because of Fred. Thanks for the good training, Fred. Thanks for getting us ready. Me, Ari speaking. Thanks, Fred and Janice. Thanks for getting me for the, ready for the real world and how to deal with it. Thanks a lot, Dad. Love ya. And our next couple, Patrick 
and what's her name? Thais. That's right, from Brazil. Uh, and Brother John. Man, I was torn on this one. Still am. Uh, Thais, she's excited. Wow, look at these houses. Oh, wow, this is your house. Wow. It's all different. This place is different. The roads, the highways, the buildings, blah, blah, blah. Of course, I'll say again, when we go somewhere, we can't notice the differences. Otherwise, we're being too colonial. Okay. Uh, but, you know, as nice as it looks, I don't want to be living with uh, John. Okay. It's not normal to live with the brother-in-law. Not in Brazil, anyway, or a country like Brazil. Well... Actually, honey, it, it is like that. It's actually, it's just the opposite. Yeah, you don't move in with a brother-in-law. The brother-in-law moves in with you, okay? If the, your sister's getting married, he's moving in with your family until, you know, things change, okay? And they can afford their own place or mom and dad croak and then they take over the place, okay? That's if you're the little sister. Anyway, uh, she gets there in that nice house. The dog's real nice. She meets John. John is cordial to start with. Pops open a bottle of champagne. But John shouldn't be drinking anything other than what he's been drinking if he knows what's good for him. He's already drunk on his ass on beer. Now he's putting down a glass or two of champagne on top of that. Back to the beer. I mean, John is totally seriously on his lips. I mean, I could just see in his faraway eyes that he is, uh, he's far away, folks. I mean, he's drunk on his buttocks. And uh, things get away from him there. He starts getting belligerent, you know. You know, first he starts out, yeah. Tice has got nice energy and, you know, and I'm, I'm gonna, for my brother, I'm gonna have to put my best foot forward, you know. Well, that's that's a good thought. But the important thing to do... It's a good thought. Whenever you get into a situation you really don't want to do, still, always try to put your best foot forward. Antaïs. Put your best foot forward. But Listen to John, that pronunciation. John, put yeah. Put your... If we say it quickly, put your... Put your... Put your best foot. <laughs> uh, did you hear that? Best <laughs> foot. The T is canceled. Put your best foot forward. Little uh, Will Smithy in there. Put your put your best foot forward. Keep her name out your mouth. Put your best foot forward. Anyway, <laughs> uh, John is uh, on his lips, and God, I'd feel sorry for him, but nobody put him there. He put himself there, and he's being a damn asshole to the girl. I mean, the girl's trying to be cool, but she brings up, and she probably shouldn't have brought up. Or asked John why he's drinking before noon. But she asked, and that all it took. That was all it took. And John, you know, starts getting all pissy, you know, and you know, don't cook for her, you know, she should be cooking for you and all this shit, man. I mean, John just came off real bad, you know, and as sorry as y'all want to feel for the guy, you know, he didn't need to welcome her like that. I thought it was very off putting. I was very disappointed in John. Okay, she she's a guest there on that first day, and she shouldn't be having to cook for anybody. Okay, hey, yeah, well, you know, how about a how about a steak? You know, eggs by themselves. Well, how about steak and eggs for breffy? You know, it's noon; it's still breffy. They still serve breffy at at McDonald's. Okay, 
All right, so yeah, whoopee-doo. So he pulls out a steak, throws it in the pan, <clears throat> goes to flip it, and, and I, I can flip stuff in a pan. I do most of the cooking in the house, and <clears throat> chauvinistic as I am. <clears throat> anyway, I digress. But you tilt the pan forward and get your food way down. You tilt your pan down towards the floor a little bit so your food slides all the way towards the front edge of the pan. And then you give it a couple little shakes and then give it the flip. And by tilting the pan down and getting the food down there on the front leading edge, you give yourself room for the steak to land because it's going to come back at you a little bit. you know, And you're not quick enough or you didn't give yourself enough room. You know, it's going to happen. What happened there went right onto the fucking floor. He just didn't do that little move before he did the flip. He just did the flip and bam, the steak damn near hit him in the face. Lands on the floor. And then, and he, yeah, okay, that's bad enough. He picks it up with his fucking grimy hand, throws it back in the pan. Where have his hand, where's his hands been? I know he's been handling that dog. I know that dog's been walking all over that floor. Probably been pissing all over the floor, too. Have they potty trained that thing? God, yeah, yeah. Good enough for me. Good enough for you, man. It's good enough for fucking Boston. It's good enough for Brazil. Well, no, John. Okay, I'm not eating of your fucking steak off the fucking floor. It's flavor, okay? It's fucking flavor, right? Oh, yeah. Give it a sniff of roux. Oh, save it the flavor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, give it a yeah. sniff of roux. Oh, save it the flavor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, John. Come on, John. Fucking go to bed. Sleep it off, okay? You know, John was waiting for this, and he was all ready for it. He was fucking well drunk by the time they got back. You know, so he was just being an asshole, and I'm sorry that he was such an asshole to her. He didn't have to do that. They go play golf the next day and they seem to get along better and the brothers have their moments and, you know, great. They had a tough childhood, you know. <laughs> I could sit here and talk about mine where, you know, our old man beat the crap out of us twice a week, you know, just for because he was a stupid drunk cowboy and that's the way he raised kids and he got beat when he was a kid, so that's just the way it was done. Well, hey... T. Jones turned out fine, all right? Or that explains a lot. One or the other. I'll let you decide, okay? All right, we'll come back with the next couple here in a sec. And our fifth couple. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We will get it done. You know who we're talking about. Eve and Muhammad. Oh, my God. Hey, Mohammed, you know any female plumbers? You son of a bitch, you. Oh, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing fine. Uh, you, what you, you're here to, you're here to, uh, install my bidet? I, why, yes, I was called over to do this. Well, I have something to tell you. And in case your ears are fucked, get the fuck out! <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... All Muhammad had to say to the nice plumber who was down on his fucking hands and knees installing the goddamn bidet that he was too stupid to fucking install himself because he doesn't know how to operate a fucking toy, toy tool set with like plastic hammers and plastic crescent wrenches. You know, like a Fisher-Price toy or something. Son of a... Oh, you lazy son of a bitch, Muhammad. You're the fucking Mike of this season. 
just a different kind of mic, fucking helpless in a different kind of fucking way, you little punk, you little mommy, just fucking little mommy's boy, I hate fucking mommy's boys, oh, let me see, I read the directions, oh, here's the direction, oh my god, Oh, I don't do the, this female, female duty. This is female duty. I told her to. She would get this done. Yeah, fuck you, man. Get on there and fucking do it yourself, you lazy son of a bitch. And if you don't, go fucking find a goddamn female plumber in Albuquerque. Get on Angie's list and fucking get busy. Make your fingers do the walking, you dumb son of a bitch. Oh, this is too confusing. Oh, you're a plumber and you can do it. Oh, but you can't be here. Get the fuck out. Fuck you, asshole. What a fucking little pussy. Oh, you can't be close to a man. It's my house, fucker. Start paying the fucking rent, then you can start telling me who I can let in and who I can leave outside. I'll be goddamned if I'm going outside of my own fucking house when I paid this guy to come over here and do what you can't fucking do, you fucking helpless weenie. Don't give me this shit. Oh, you're with the Muslim. I don't give a fuck what kind of a man. You ain't a man if you can't fucking install a bidet. Okay, don't tell me what kind of man you are. Fucking show me, don't tell me. Goddamn worthless son of a bitch. Yeah, T. Jones is worked up over here about this one. Oh, yeah, he's fucking worried about his fucking clean asshole. Yeah, well, fuck your clean asshole. Jump in the fucking shower if you gotta worry about that so fucking much. Leave the fucking plumber alone, you stupid... Well, and she's all, what the fuck is this? Okay, there, dude, I'll just go make a fucking list for you, okay? Shut the fuck up. Oh, yes, yes, my God, what a great idea. Make a list, yes, great. Make a list, yes, because, you know, I need to have a clean asshole. That's right, you motherfucker. Fucker, god damn it. Why do these Muslim, I mean, why do these uh, Western free women pick these backwards ass Muslim men anyway? I don't fucking get it. But, you know, all he cares about is, his, he don't care about his relationship with her. He cares about fucking his clean butthole. Okay? Yeah! Boy, a little boy with his. I, have a day. <laughs> I wonder which way the uh, <clears throat> water flows and circles around the toilet when you flush in Egypt. Well, it's northern hemisphere, so I guess it's the same direction as ours. Well, you know, that's if you can find a toilet, right? Anyway. I don't know why these uh, free women pick men that are only going to trample on their hard-earned freedoms in this country. I mean, you've gotten this far, okay? You've come a long way, baby. Why you all want to go backwards by picking these guys who are telling you, you got to go backwards, okay? It's your house, Eve. Fucking be the fucking king and the queen. It's your house, be own the thing own it it's your house come on and last and least because the least happened <laughs> is cora cara Kara. yeah who caras uh, 
Kara and Guillermo. Now, I like this kid. I like this guy. He's he's more mature than she is. That's for damn sure. What, 29 and 23? More like uh, 19 and 33. He's the one that's 33. And and her friends, you know, they meet up with Hillary and Cooper. And, and Hillary uh, is going to grill him. And she thinks, you know, God, maybe uh, knowing my friend Hillary and how skeptical she is and how she likes to ask the hard questions and how like, she likes to get a, uh, dig up all the dirt on someone. Uh, maybe I'm just bringing him into an interrogation room. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, you know, but he's, he's a, he has answers for every question he's been asked so far and, and including this time, too. The waiter comes over. Uh, How strong is this beer, by the way? She asks. Oh, it's six point two. Oh, hey, let's get Liddy. <laughs> so yeah, her and John, Boston John, would uh, get along fine, I think, because she's a fucking lush man. She likes her booze, uh, <laughs> so much so that when her and Guillermo go out, he he practically has to hogtie her to get her out of the fucking bar because she wants to stay there and keep drinking and socializing whatever you want to call that she can't put the bottle down man she just wants to drink until she fucking blacks out in fact that's the first thing he fucking said when hillary asked him well what about this what is it you don't like about her she drinks she fucking blacks out doesn't remember anything that happened the next day I'm the one that got, has to pick up the mess. You know, I want to just go out and get a little buzz, come back and fuck all night. No, I got to come home, fucking uh, make sure she doesn't fucking get her fucking head wet in the toilet. I got to hold her hair back, basically, so she can fucking puke and not puke on her own fucking self. You know, I don't like that. She's kind of ugly when she gets like that. Dear, are you hearing me over here? And she's she's all, oh, God, I'm not... An interrogation. Hey, Hillary, can you lighten up over there? What do you say? Now, old man, you are making me lose my temper. <laughs> interrogation. Calm man. down, old man. Just calm down. Answer the question. <laughs> Answer. Answer. Hillary's over there. Got the spotlight on Guillermo. Would you like a cigarette, old man? Turning up the screws. It's the uh it's the interrogation room brought to you by Hillary and Cooper. Thanks. Friends of Kara, Cora, Kara, Kira, Queera, Kara, Kua. Hey, Kara, fucking knock it off. This is a good kid. You're mistreating him. Get him a damn laptop. As fa- in fact, during this uh, little interrogation session, if you ask me, she was the child. He's the adult. And he acquitted himself quite well. And she did nothing but incriminate herself. So when she brings up the learning curve and she thinks it's uh, on him, I think it's on her because she has a few things to learn about him because she don't even really know the guy yet. And as far as them uh, questioning him being too young for marriage or too young for life or whatever, are you ready? You're so young, are you ready? 
And he goes, why? Why are you asking me that fucking question of all things? You have no idea the things I've been through. I, I like to see any of, one of us go and try to live a year in Venezuela and see if we can come back in one piece, let alone not come back fucking in a, a, a skin and bones. Can't even buy a damn tampon in Venezuela, okay? That's how bad it is there, okay? He, so bad his older brother left. And then he left. You know, so what's that tell you? You know, both brothers gone, gone to the DR. And guess what? T. Jones is just about gone because, uh, you know, Karen uh, Guillermo did really not much more than what I just talked about. So, you know, other than them not trusting each other and checking each other's phones on a regular basis, doing it sneakily or in front of their face, <clears throat> you know. All that just tells us, what does it tell us? They don't trust each other, and they're probably not going to last. And as far as this podcast is concerned, it's lasted till the end. And here we are. We've come to the end. That was the last couple, folks. So here we go. Time to move it on out of here. We'll bring up the song, and we will back it on out of here and let everyone out there know, especially ladies, I know it's a big ladies audience and you hate that word chauvinist, but I just want you to know, forget chivalry you really want some guy taking off his coat and laying it on a mud puddle for you nah, you want a bad boy chauvinism is not dead